Welcome everyone. We are about to begin. Bez Hashem BPM number 79. That's Bayes Primi Shear for Men Shear number 79. In the last year we talked about a lot of misconceptions that lead to destructive conclusions pertaining to what people believe happy and stable couples should be. And we tried to discount all those wrong beliefs. Uh, but one needs to understand that for a lot of us in American culture, a lot is taken from movies and songs. And people don't have examples of what true love is supposed to be. The model of their love comes from those songs, those books, those friends, those movies, the television, or even in just the figment of your imagination mind of what love is. And a lot of movies and these things are just terrible for it. They set up models that what's true love? True love is something that's short and intense, forbidden. It's always forbidden. It's never with your wife. It's always with somebody else. And it never ends. And um, basically what they're doing is, is they are limiting the whole concept of love to this one early stage, which sometimes happens and sometimes doesn't, and that's infatuation. We know that love is beyond infatuation. Yes, there's something called chemistry, which is connected a little bit to infatuation. But then there's also something called compatibility. There's something called commitment. Those things, those words, are not used in these movies. You have movies where um, someone's married for 40 years, regular life, meets somebody and has this fiery love relationship, quiet, you know, secret undercover relationship for three weeks as this person is crossing their town. True love, like they say. Nonsense. Fiction. Figment of imagination. Chemistry. That's not love. But you're led to believe this if you watch enough movies. People are interested in this, and they come to these conclusions. Number one, they believe infatuation equals love. Infatuation is not love whatsoever. If one had that and experienced that, which we're going to go into, the infatuation stage in you know very shortly in the Shiorim, it is a hachana towards having a basis big marriage. People who didn't experience it could have beautiful, strong marriages, even if they never experienced it. But to say infatuation equals love is a disaster, and it's wrong, it's destructive, and it's simply not true. Infatuation does not equal love. Infatuation, if not controlled or not used properly once that stage is over, could come to the opposite of love. Another thing that movies knock into our heads or just our own fantasies, that if something isn't perfect, then it's not meant to be, right? Like people say here all the time, challenges come in a marriage. Oh, then I married the wrong person. It's not my zivic. Nonsense. It's that you don't want to deal with life. We said this many, many times. You could ask your own rabbanim and mentors, and they will acknowledge it. When you say Hashem could match everyone with their perfect zivig, who they're meant to marry, their other half neshama, if you behave like an animal, it'll blow up. You have bechira. 
And if it's not for whatever reason, um, Hashem aligned you with something that some an Hashemah towards you for whatever reason uh, that uh, up there, whatever is not that perfect alignment, makes no difference. Hashem says, mind your own business. If you act like a mensch and you are Ehrlich and you love each other, I will give you tremendous bracha and you will connect in the most deepest way. So you got to throw out that Kabbalistic nonsense. And yes, I'm calling it nonsense, even though I use the word Kabbalistic, that this is your Sherish Hashanah, this is your not. No. The question is what you need to do in every given moment. Be a mensch every given moment. Number one, another thing that is a tremendous mistake, that if the love dies or goes down, that means you'll never get it back. Also false. Very often in marriages, you had a stage where you were deeply in love with your husband and wife in a very strong way, and then those feelings go down, perfectly normal going down, but once it goes down, they hit the panic button and it won't come back. People have this experience sometimes after a baby is born, or after a stressor comes up, or when the libido goes down, or um, the emotional connection is a little less for whatever reason. Normal, normal, normal. And the fact that it went down like that does not mean you can't get it back or be restored. That's what his chachas is. Like it's someone who lost their cheshik for tefillah. They used to daven and now they can't daven anymore. And they have chalishas adas. They're always told, don't give up, keep on going, it'll come back. Shabbos, same thing, keep on going, learn about Shabbos. Now you feel like it's blah, don't give in to that. Keep on going, doing the right things, saying the right things. Ultimately, it will come back. So this notion that once a marriage got, quote-unquote, somewhat stale, that it can't renew itself and come back to the way it was, nonsense, it's false. It could come back even stronger. There's a there's, there's one you turn to, and that's the Rabbi Nishleilam. And he'll help you with this. Another misconception is chem- chemistry is all that matters. Also a misconception. People who had chemistry, it could blow up if you don't make the right cho- choices. People who even had very little chemistry, they could, with their hard work and commitment towards each other and tefillah, they could have a deepest connection, even physically, certainly emotionally and spiritually, whether the chemistry was there or wasn't there. Love conquers all is not true. You have to work on yourself. And this idea, again, I'm going to repeat it because he repeats it here. I mean, she, Pat Love, that if the relationship is tough, it means you have the wrong partner. Sheker v'chazav. If there's difficulty in your marriages, don't make the assumption, oh, I married the wrong person. Oh, it's not my civic. Oh, whatever. Even if the shit came out in a weird way, it makes no difference. It's a false thing. Whether you can't rekindle the passion and love that you had before. Sheker, you could. Then there's another thing that people have, they're mistaken. That they say, if you're really in love, you won't be attracted to other people. That's also not true, by the way. And that's what men need to be careful with and women need to be careful with. They can love their husbands and wives deeply, especially with men it's the case, but they still may have a pull and be attracted to other women. doesn't mean they don't love their wives, but what they have to do is break that nature 
and be aware of that and pull away. And pull away. Because it's human nature. Human nature to have these hormonal things and the CINS. And one needs to just be aware of it, recognize it, but then do everything you can to be Mekayim, what the Torah tells you. Don't stray after your heart and after your eyes. So this idea, this is people have this in their midlife crisis, sadly, even with from people. They're married to someone for years. And then they meet up other women and they all of a sudden have a strong attraction to those other women. Not only, not always only physically, but even in an emotional level or a spiritual level. Okay? This is a normal progression and it makes sense. But Hashem is saying, so what? That's not you. That's not what you're supposed to do. That's not your tafka here. And you shut it down. And the real focus is your own life. And if you focus that energy inward instead of outward, everything changes in a marriage. It is, it is established that that's the case. It is established. You have, this happens, unfortunately, it's a phenomenon, empty nest syndrome, when you didn't work on your marriage because you, whatever the reasons were, things become somewhat stale and then you say, what am I doing here? And you fall into a relationship with some other people. You say, I'm getting divorced after 20, 25 years. And, uh, and most of the time, it's absolute nonsense. All one needs to do is, is get to know each other again, connect with each other. Obviously, the, the best thing would be is, while you're still married and with all the kids, can maintain that relationship. But if you didn't renew it, put whatever energy you're trying to put in this so-called other person out there that you're quote-unquote attracted to, you shut it down and you say, Hashem, what do you want from me? Help me take that energy and focus and with my wife work towards each other. And your marriage transforms 180 degrees, even beyond what it ever was. And there's documentation on this and ex- interviews with this and experiences with this with husbands and wives testify that when they decided to work on their marriage after 20 years, after 25 years, the kids are already almost completely out of the house and they made a decision, okay, we have a choice now. You know, we're sort of estranged, distant from one another for whatever the reason is. What are we going to do about it? And instead of finding these unhealthy escapes or contemplating, you know, my life was a mistake till now just to have the kids, this is the most poison thing in the world. Ah, for my kids, okay. This is what I did. We needed to bring these kids in the world, and that's what Hashem wanted, and that's it, and Baruch Hashem, and now, for our own lives, we could do our own thing. Don't delude yourself. Shekhev Echazav, 99.9% of the time. Hashem doesn't want that. He says, no, not just for your kids. I want the two of you to be connected and start working on it. And made... You work on it the regular menschliche way with midas taivais, with acting the way a yid is supposed to act. Their marriage transforms from even a negative one to the most unbelievable one because very most of the time, 99% of the time, it's simply a choice. A choice and hard work. And everything changes.
And it's so sad that so, so many marriages blow up after 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. I spoke to Rabban and they were actually shocked when they were approached the first time saying, I want to divorce my wife, I had enough, and this and that, the kids are out of the house. And it was traumatic for these Rabbanim, frankly. I heard it more than once, and from not just one Rav. It's one of the worst Yetzirahs in the world, of a nonsensical thing. Hashem wants you to live in the reality you are in, and 99% of the time, you work through things, you work hard through things, the chayshech becomes er. The negative becomes positive. Literally, everything is transformed. At least you have to work very hard towards that. There are other circumstances that could be different. But don't right away make such an assumption. You can transform a relationship. You can transform a relationship. The Chiddush really is, is ideally, of course, you need two people together to work towards transforming a relationship. But even one person alone can transform a relationship. If you change your own behavior, the relationship will not be the same. It won't be static. It won't be static. It will grow. Ultimately, the other one will turn around too. The mistaken conception that once you fall in love, you get on a high and you stay there forever is Sheker. It's disappointing to us humans. We want that if we have that hava. Let's say if we experience infatuation and chemistry in the early years of marriage, we want it to continue. Or if we never did and then later in life we saw a spark of that, we say to ourselves, that spark we need to continue forever. No. Hashem made it this way. There's ups and downs in life. There's highs and lows in them. There's peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys that's shared by millions and millions of people around the world. We're all the same that way. Anyone who is listening, this is one of the things why these shiurim are so important. Everyone who's listening to this needs to know that you're not alone. The ups and downs of relationships, the feeling wonderful about your husband or wife, and then feeling blah or like, uh, you know, part of, very part of. These are normal emotions and cycles. It's not something to be afraid of, and it's not something to be disillusioned about. It's something that's part of life, that with hard work and with memun and betachin, you stay strong, you stay loyal, you stay faithful, you don't stray. And things turn around. Keep it going. This author of this book, Pat Love, The Truth About Love, said that she had a seminar and a lady called her desperate. Um, please let us squeeze into the seminar. We're spo- we were supposed to get married in two weeks and right now the wedding is canceled. Bring us into the seminary in the workshop. We'll, we'll, we'll even sit on the floor. And she, didn't refu- she couldn't refuse. And they came, the woman with her fiancé, the husband and wife, they sat by these seminars. They barely said a word, but they were taking in the information. At the end of the weekend, they got up, and they told the story of they were canceling their wedding, and they begged to get into the workshop, and they announced that the wedding was back on. Everyone applauded. She felt proud and curious what caused it to change their minds. 
And the bride-to-be said something phenomenal. She said that after sitting here for two days in this marriage seminar and listening to everyone's problems, we realize that our problems are just like everyone else's. And if you can make it, so can we. So basically, this young couple came to this workshop with a lot to learn about the nature of what Ahava really is, of the understanding of the normal highs and lows that are a natural part of a story of any relationship. Not to panic. Don't hit the panic button. And your experience is no different than the other 50 couples that are there. Or for you listening to Shurim, your particular marriage situation and your ups and downs is not, yes, it's unique to you, but the massive situation dynamic is universal. What your experience has been experienced by hundreds and thousands and thousands and thousands of other couples that have the same insecurities and worries that you have. And knowing that other people have this, knowing clearly that it's normal and you just have to learn the right concept of what love is and that it could be worked through and it could be developed and it could be nourished and just because you had a marriage a certain way for 20 years, 25 years doesn't mean it can't transform completely you know, barring abuse and certain weird situations of very difficult issues in a person's personality which could happen but barring that, I would say, again, I said 99%. Okay, you want to make it 95, you want to make it 92, but very, very high up there that most husbands and wives, decent people, even if they had a very stale marriage or even like dead after 20 years with the kids getting coming off empty nest syndrome, they make that choice, they make that commitment Everything turns around in the most beautiful way, in a very natural, logical progression. And don't throw your lives away, Khalila, because of these misconceptions based on Hollywood nonsense. Bracha